Welcome back to Tech Talk with Kelsey. We're here to learn about the many positions in the radiology field. Be sure to subscribe so you know when the next episode is available. All right, let's dive in. Today, I have the pleasure of talking to an old colleague, actually. We have not crossed each other's paths since 2017, we just realized, but we did work together kind of different departments at a cancer center in Jacksonville. But today I get to talk to Nana Boateng and he's gonna just take us kind of down memory lane and how long he's been in the industry, how we got to where he is, some highlight aha moments and all the goods. So Nana, I will just let you introduce yourself, obviously your name, we got that covered, but maybe just like where you went to school what you majored in, kind of just like the evolution of how you got to today, and then we can dive in to some okay. more specifics. Well, Kelsey, first of all, thanks for having me. It's um, nice to see you again. And, um, and just, you know, just to share, you know, whatever I can as far as uh, technology and Nuke Med specifically, even CT. But um, but yeah, I'm not, a, um, believe it or not, Nuke Med was not my first career. It was not anything that I said, I'm going to be a nuclear medicine technologist. My uh, bachelor's degree is actually in elementary education. And I graduated in 2000 at University of North Florida in Jacksonville. And I taught, I graduated there, um, what was that, um, June or August of uh, 2000. And I taught school at one of the local uh, inner cities there for about three years, um, taught fourth grade, looped up to fifth grade, went back down to fourth grade, got a new group. And I did that for about four years. I even went to Savannah and taught, actually about five years. Went to Savannah, taught about two more years um, in Savannah in Chatham County. And then after that, um, I was moving back to Jacksonville and I wanted to actually go into nursing. Okay. Um, I applied to the nursing programs, but it was it's, it's still very competitive being mm -hmm. in the nursing program. And then uh, my mother, who's a nurse midwife at the time, had also just um, suggested, if you want a career change, besides teaching, why don't you look into this um, thing called, uh, she read nuclear medicine. And I was <laughs> like, okay, what's, so I researched it. And then, um, and I have a friend of mine who was this marketing for signet diagnostics at that time. Um, and he said, oh, I've, I've got some new med techs who work in our office. You should come talk to them. I did, um, they, I shadowed them. They, um, uh, uh, the, the nice lady told me what school she went to and it happened to be St. Vincent's Medical Center, the hospital. But okay. they also have a, a great radio, uh, um, radiologic uh, technologist programs for x-ray, um, sonography, nuclear medicine. And then I applied and uh, in the um, early 2006, January, 2006, finished in January of 2007. Okay. In the middle of my clinicals is when I met Dr. Ackerman. Okay. But before I finished, he, I came in, he came in there, uh, obviously he didn't, he needed to um, uh, uh, um, dose a patient for um, a therapy. He introduced himself and that's how I met him. Anyway, he hired me um, a few days after that and said, I'll see you in January, 2007. That's awesome. And that's how it became, <laughs> and, and that, that's it. Okay, so you went to Nuke Med School, but then you didn't practice Nuke Med because we obviously didn't have that at Ackerman Cancer Center. So no. they just then did on-the-job training with CT and you learned how to set up cancer patients. Well, because Dr. Ackerman is doing the oncology, he needed someone to run the PET scanner, the PET CT scanner. Okay. So those patients, um, after before they start treatment, you know, during all the treatments, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. complete all the treatments to see, you know, initial, middle, end stage. So he needed nuclear medicine techs to do that. And as I said 
earlier, nuclear medicine is very specialized, but doing PET CT is even more specialized. So, um, so that part I knew, but the on the job training that I got was the simulations for treatment planning and things like that. And then of course, he also needed people to do CTs for insurance purposes. Maybe they can't do a nuclear medicine uh, scan. Sure. He wants a standalone CT. So that's what encouraged me um, to want to do CT. And when the, uh, the laws changed in Florida that you could sit for the boards, I did that and um, I was able to uh, add that uh, to the repertoire. Awesome. So yeah, shame on me. Of course we had pet at Ackerman. <laughs> that was like, woo, yeah. total, total blackout. It was a but, long time ago, Kelsey. <laughs> maybe more for you. I mean, a, a lot of life has happened since I've been there, but still, mm -hmm. I love it. Okay, so you graduated. I did not know that you were a teacher. I think I yes, randomly I heard that. Yeah, that's so cool. What a extreme change from education to the medical imaging like world. Yes. It was, it was, um, but it still helped. Um, oh yeah. You know, um, Cause you know, with our work, we're still um, a service um, to patients just now. They're not just, you know, elementary age. So <laughs> being a school teacher, learning temperament and how to stay organized still helped. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's so cool. I love that this is your second career because yeah. some people that might be encouraging to someone listening to us that like, maybe they're in their mid thirties and they're like, I don't know, burnout, or they've been a stay-at-home mom for a long time or something, and now they want to get back into the to the workforce. Yeah, so you are a prime example. That's ab absolutely correct. I would, yeah, if anyone listening um, wants to go into medical imaging or, or anything like that, I would encourage them, yeah, take that take that step and, and, and do that. And there's a lot of outside um, private organizations that actually will help you become an x-ray tech, nuke med tech, MRI tech, so yes. yeah, it's out there. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Okay, so tell me about your current role or you're starting a job on Monday, you told me. So maybe you can touch on just like, I don't know, I guess like even if it's just your most recent gig, kind of just like a day in the life, um, what you've enjoyed the most, what maybe you didn't, what keeps you motivated to go, all of that. Oh, great, yeah, um, great question. Um, just before we moved to uh, Pittsburgh, I was working at Advent Health, in Ocala, and there I was working at a trauma two ER doing standalone CT. Okay, Kelsey, I learned so much there. <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't like necessarily Gray's Anatomy, but it was pretty intense at times. It was really nice. It, it kept me on my feet, and I was doing the night shift at some port, uh, a, a big portion of that. So, um, I saw a lot. I'm sure. I, didn't do, I wasn't doing any nuclear medicine um, at that hospital. There, I was doing nuclear medicine for um, another company doing PET CT. But my primary job at that time was doing CT there. Um, so uh, we finished that. And then right around, again, June of last year is when I transitioned and we moved to, uh, uh, to New York, to uh, Rochester, or Pittsburgh, New York, if you will. Um, there, I got a contract doing... Um, uh, nuclear medicine in a ca um, cardiovascular clinic, basically doing okay. the nuclear stress test, um, okay. injecting the isotope, you know, if they're doing the treadmill, obviously acquiring the images, presenting the, the hearts to the uh, radiologist. And it was um, a group affiliated with uh, URMC, so um, University of Rochester Medical Center. So okay. um, I was fortunate to have that job almost lined up by the time we got here. Um, but again, unfortunately, because of COVID, when that contract ran out, case uh, uh, patient numbers were dropping. They yeah. could not keep me there full time at that moment. They were going to bring me back the following year. This was like maybe towards the middle part of December. 
Okay. Um, but um, but during that time, I was still looking at other places. Just sure. To see if I wanted to just necessarily wait for my contract to begin. And during that, I was able to um, get in contact with some technologists that work for Rochester General Hospital, which is the competing hospital okay. here in town. Interview, and there I'll be going back literally to home, just doing general nuclear medicine studies. And they have a great department. They okay. have uh, four scanners, about eight technologists on site. They're busy. So, okay, um, that is a big nuclear really, really department. What's that? That's a big nuke med department. Yeah. Most nuke med departments, two cameras, two technology, maybe 2.5 technologists, and then that's it. Yeah, wow. Okay, so how do you feel? Are you a little jazzed up about going like back to home? Or are you like, I feel like the hard stress test stuff kind of would have been fun. It was fun. Yeah. But there's something to be said about when you go into the hospital and it's a lot more diversified. You're doing all the different studies, mm -hmm. you know, some of the, the, the um, um, uh, for lack of a better phrase, the more remote studies that you learned about in school, but they weren't done all the time. Yeah. RGH is doing those. If you're in a general nuke med department, you're most likely going to do, um, first of all, all those studies that you learned, you took your competencies, uh, competencies on, and, uh, and those real weird, interesting stuff that you don't get to do all the time. So I'm jazzed up about it. I mean, I'm a little nervous, but a good nervous, because I kind of want to, I'm just anxious just to get the protocol book, go through it, familiar, um, familiarize myself with um, how they do things. Definitely. And, um, so yeah, I'm ready for it. Yeah, I'm excited for you. Congrats. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I just know, I actually am sad that I didn't get to work with you more closely when we work together because I just love your personality. Like you're just like always, I don't know. You're just like always fired up about life. And I think that's huge. Like you bring so much more than obviously like your skill set with Nuke Med. Like your personality is just like the best. That's what I think we do in the, in, in the medical field. Um, people, are, especially when you know, we were at Ackerman's, um, some people, they come to the cancer, they're sick. Yeah. Some of them are really sick. Mm -hmm. And some of them are upset at everything or mad or so the least I can do in a medical setting is just try to leave whatever problems I have. I'm just going to do my work to the best of the, uh, the doctors that I'm working under best images to the radiologist. And then if I can, you know, keep the patients upbeat, that's great too. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Your colleagues too. That makes a big difference. Just so you know, oh. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Okay. So I don't really think that you need that much motivation to get out of bed, but what is your favorite part of your job that like you are excited to go to every day? It's, it's going to sound so cheesy, <laughs> but I like the patience. Yeah, of course. You meet different people all the time from different backgrounds, from different uh, um, ethnicities. And, um, and I like the patience. And then if, when they're done with their study, if they're able to leave, some of them are worried. Some of them don't understand what's going on. Some of them know exactly what's going on because they've gone to Google and they've researched the entire study. Yeah. Sometimes that's um, a little bit challenging, but um, but uh, I, I like just being with the patients and just leaving the day knowing that uh, that me and my team, you know, did a good job. Yeah, that's amazing. So I'm gonna sound a little silly right now because I actually have not stepped foot in a nuke med department since I was in x-ray school okay that was like I mean that's been 10 years so it's been a minute okay. but okay. do you like you obviously have like a speaker and you can see your patient 
And usually NukeMed studies are like 30 minutes plus, aren't they? Yeah, they're, they're definitely, they're not, yes, they're, they're a little bit involved. Okay, so you are like with your patient a good amount of time. So yeah, yeah. you do have to, and th those are tiny too, right? Or like the cameras are like on them real tight. And the type of camera that the hospital has provided, some okay. of them um, are, might be a little bit close, but it's like I tell a lot of people, if you can get through a CAT scan, that tube, yeah. or the little ring for the CAT scan, you definitely can do ours. If you can get through an MRI, which is that really is a long tube, yeah. um, you can do our studies. Our studies are usually the camera is just concentrated on that region of interest and everything else yeah. might be exposed. Of course, if the region of interest is your head. Sure. <laughs> and, you know. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. I don't know why it's interesting. Like I like looking at the result of nuke med studies, but when I went to the nuke med department, I was like, how soon is my day over? I couldn't get into it. <laughs> well, that's a, you wouldn't be the first person, uh, first, you know, technologist outside our modality to, um, uh, just, and then, and, and sometimes it, it, it can be, um, a, a lot of downtime. Yeah. Um, during acquisition of studies. There's a certain studies in which if the radiologist is looking for more physiological information, he'll say, you know what, carry this on for an additional 30 minutes. And then oh. there are on the table, we're acquiring those images. Okay. So, yeah, but sometimes it can be like that. But the trick is you may have three cameras going, three different studies going oh, on yeah. three different patients. And now you've got to be able to multitask and don't confuse one study from another because they could be completely different. Wow, I'm shocked that you can do that. Because yeah. you would never be able to do that in CT or MRI. Like I feel like, yeah. Yeah. we were like taught, like you keep your eyes on your patient, like mm -hmm. you gotta be able to turn that machine off. Wow, okay. Very but interesting. You see, uh, um, Luke made departments are set up a little bit differently. Um, you know, MRI has the big, camera, obviously the CT big camera, and the Nuke Med, our, our uh, gamma cameras are a little bit smaller, so you can fit three in one space, yeah. which you have at your desk, and, um, and by each area is still another um, workstation to start IVs or, or do anything sure. like that, and, and usually, like I said earlier, there's two techs in the department. If you work well together, you can balance it off. But um, but yeah, it, it can still can be challenging. But it, yeah. but it, uh, it definitely helps to have um, uh, your multitasking down. Oh, absolutely. Which I kind of like. That's that's probably why I was bored. I was a student not doing anything where the techs were like running around and busy the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. So what do you like the least, or what do you think is the biggest misconception? And let's focus specifically on. Obviously, nuke matter CT because that's like your specialty. But least favorite or misconception? least favorite thing about um, about the job or or nuke matter CT in general. Um, well, the first one we just kind of touched on. You know, um, there at at times uh, if you have a lengthy scan, you might be with just one patient, and and that that study may may take a little while, and there'll be um you know a little bit of downtime that you kind of have to uh, um, just work through, but you can do other things of. Uh, during that time. Um, probably um, something else that I guess I, I wouldn't say that it's a, that I, that I don't like it or it's, um, it's an issue, but um, as a technologist, you're always wanting the best equipment that you can get, you know? Yeah. And uh, some of the equipment, the cameras you have at uh, NukeMed, um, 
some of them, and, and it's not because they're necessarily they're old, but they still are able to acquire what they need for the radiologist to do. So you might be with a camera that you've had, you know, four or five years old, maybe even 10 years old, but, mm -hmm. um, but the diagnostics are fine. Um, you do all your uh, quality control. So sometimes you kind of want new equipment, but that doesn't happen very often in the med department. You're pretty much gonna, gonna have your standard cameras. You take care of those. Okay. And, um, and then you just acquire your studies uh, um, like that. Um, maybe a, another, I guess, um, uh, misconception, again, is um, it does get busy. We're not just sitting there all the time. Once it really gets started <laughs> and you have a few studies in which um, the doctor is involved, the radiologist comes in, you actually have to assist him. Then okay. it's a little bit, um, you know. Okay, so they come in and do some stuff kind of like, I'm just, of course, thinking back to like x-ray school, like fluoro, like the radiologist would come in and do some like in-house. Yeah, for CT, they're definitely coming in to do fluoro. And for nuke med, sometimes they come in for lymphocentigraphies when we're checking, um, we're putting a radioactive isotope just underneath the skin of a, of a, a patient's um, axilla. Okay. Patient, and we're looking for a sentinel node. So that one there, since um, in some places, the technologist injects. Other places, uh, the radiologist injects. Um, okay. Back at, uh, in, in uh, Jacksonville, um, the technologists inject that you acquire images after that. So that's a fun study, you know. Yeah, so yeah, that would be fun. With the doctors involved. Yeah, I would like that too. Um, okay, what would be a tip or two? And I feel like you will be really good at this. Maybe it's just your mom telling you what to do. <laughs> But what would you say is a good tip or two for someone that's entering the field, thinking about the field, or even that you would have maybe wanted yourself back when you were like thinking about going into this industry? Um, if someone wants to go into nuclear medicine, um, for me, I went kind of the a back route, as I told you before, I was a school teacher, so I didn't have a, a big medical background. Mm -hmm. I had to learn that along the way, and I had a little bit of a background when I was a CNA decades ago when I was in college. But um, I would say have that foundation of x-ray. Yes. X-ray is, is the best foundation for any modality. Agreed. Um, also do x-ray. I didn't, I didn't do x-ray. Nuke med, you don't have to be a radiographer. It helps. We don't have to be a radiographer okay. uh, um, to get into the program. You do have to have some prerequisites, however. Um, so that, that helps. So my cross-sectional anatomy that we took was a little bit more challenging for me. Uh, we had a couple of radiographers who were in my class. It came a little bit more naturally to them, you know, and then learning orientation of the body. Oh, so um, sure. x-ray uh, would be um, a great background. Um, and then definitely if you're a nuke med tech or any technologist, try to get dual certified. Yes. Dual certification is so huge. If you're x-ray, you can already bounce up to do CT. Yep. You can just be kind of grandfathered in there. Yeah. Um, if you're nuke med, I would highly suggest get your CT because nowadays the hot market for nuke med is doing PET CT at a radiation oncology clinic or, or under the auspices of a radiation oncologist. Um, so you need that background. So you, they don't have to have a nuke med tech to do the pet portion and a CT tech. When I go in there, I could do both portions. Um, maybe depending on the company, you get a little bit more in pay because sure. you're doing two things. Yeah. So um, that'd be another huge recommendation. Get dual certified. Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. And we kind of touched on this, but I just want all the people to hear. You said you went back 
2014. So you had been like five years, you were in NukeMed and then you went back through CT. Okay. Yes. yes, absolutely. It was in the wall. It was, it was in the, the writing was on the wall that the dual certification was going to be huge. Okay. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. Obviously I went a completely different route that way. Yeah, I yeah. did x-rays or radiation therapy, but yeah, same. I completely agree. Yeah. I worked with some people as well that just went straight radiation therapy. And it's not that they weren't good therapists, but I just felt like I had more like physics knowledge. Absolutely. Yeah. And again, just, yeah, that. And it's going to take that person a little bit more work and, and definitely a little bit extra experience to kind of catch up, to get to where you had a stronger foundation. Right. Yep. I think that foundation is huge. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, where do you see yourself in five to 10 years? Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. <laughs> talk about going back to school. I was a okay. before, um, went to Nuke Med, got yes. that, went back to get my um, CT certification. And now, um, not that I'm necessarily going to leave nuclear medicine, I will stay there, but I am looking now because after working in the hospital so long and working with different types of, you know, ARNPs, uh, um, uh, radiologists, um, um, other technologists, I'm really looking into um, physical, a, a PA. I, I, I wanna be a physician assistant. And it's something I actually had um, been working on, um, applied for. Unfortunately, it is extremely competitive right now. Okay. School. So um, I enjoy what I'm doing now. I still see myself doing this for the next few years, but while I'm doing it, I'm gonna continue to pursue get into a, a finding a nice, great accredited um, physician assistant program. Good so, for um, you, man. Maybe not in five years, definitely by 10 years, I should have already been a physician assistant for, uh, for a little bit by then. That's, that's, um, that's the uh, short, mid-range, long-term goal. I love it. That's amazing. And I knew you were going to say that. I was like, I know he's going to say PA school. I don't know why, but I totally see you doing that. Okay. So now to like further that, do you have any, would you want to stay in like the radiology world as a PA? Because that's kind of what you know, or would you go like a completely different route? Um, I thought about that. One of the best things about being a PA school, your specialty can cover any number of modalities, if you will. Yeah. Um, when you're a physician, you, you're, you know, you're an orthopedic surgeon or you're, uh, um, you do your radiation oncologist, you're a radiologist, and you're pretty much in that modality. As a PA, you could be a physician assistant for any one of those physicians. If you want to be in the operating room, you don't do orthopedics, um, dermatology. I hear if, if someone wants to go in there and they really want to work um, side by side with the doctor, do a lot more. Uh, procedures like on your own PA dermatology is great yes my experience is in oncology so I wouldn't mind necessarily doing that but um, when you're at the last uh, portion of your PA school just like any other program you're doing um, all um, in services um, you know your clinicals yeah and they break up those clinical sites to the six major areas so during that time you can kind of you know kind of see where you want to go so yeah. um um, radiation oncology, I can always fall back on, but um, I've always liked to be in the in, in the operating room. So I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll okay, see. that's awesome and exciting. I can't wait to check in with you. Be following you on social media, being oh, like, yeah, hey, yeah. no, Nana, <laughs> I'll be <laughs> rooting for you. <laughs> that's amazing. Um, 
Well, I, th I think that's really all I have. I'm just glancing over my questions really fast. Um, yeah, I have one last question, but I do like to just like open it up. If you have any like aha moments that you want to share with anyone throughout your career or just like a good story that just really brings you back to it and just brings you like so much gratification and you're like, I'm definitely in the right field. Anything you want to share? Go my, um, my preceptor when I was in Duke Med School, his name was Greg McKenzie. He's still at St. Vincent's now. Okay. And, um, he Going into the field again, not having a radiographer background, um, the didactics were, were that part was, was tough. Got through that. But getting to the clinical, the nitty gritty where you're doing it, Greg was an amazing preceptor. And I, and he, last time I say this, he taught me everything I know when it comes to nuclear medicine, at least give me that big, strong foundation. And because of that, any other department or hospital that I went to, because of that foundation he gave me, um, um, it's, it's, he's been helpful. And we still keep in touch. We haven't talked to, I haven't talked to him since I moved to New York. Um, but uh, but he, he was, definitely gave me um, a big, a, a big foundation. And also our old boss, um, um, back in Jacksonville, um, Dr. Ackerman. Um, I, I think the story's there alone, um, but he was a, a great boss for me. And again, gave me my start. And, um, and I learned a lot from him as far as not just being a technologist, but patient care and, um, and, how, and, and how to um, just make that patient feel that you're the only one they have that day, or at least yeah. for that. Yeah. So, um, Every patient is your VIP patient. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I love that too. And just to go, I mean, just in general, like whether it was Dr. Ackerman or your buddy, Greg, I think you said that was his name. Greg, uh -huh. Um, I think it's so important that even us as technologists now, like we remember, cause I'm sure we also had people that we did clinicals with and they were the worst, right? You're like, Oh, I'm never going to be like them because this person was amazing. They took me under their wing. They taught me so much. So I'm eternally grateful to them. And now I'm going to like pay it forward when I yeah. have students one day. So yeah. yeah, man, having a mentor or someone just to like, even just like give you little hints here, or there, see the bigger picture. Oh, it's like, great. Yeah. It and oh, and quick, quick, funny story. During my uh, clinicals at St. Vincent's, we have to do uh, the IV. We all, Nuke Med Tech, you have to start IVs. Okay. So before you can start IVs in the clinic, you must stick each other, your classmates in the classroom. <laughs> and of course I have these big, huge veins here. So everyone, I was the human pincushion. Everyone wanted to try on me. Uh, one of the guys wasn't very good at starting IVs. So I, I, I still let him try on me and oh my gosh, he went in, he started that IV almost, he stuck it in my arm at like a 45 degree angle. It was so painful. <laughs> and and um, someone at the, took a picture of, of us in the class where we were doing that and the grimace on my face. I don't have that picture anymore. It's so many selfies ago. But uh, yeah, but, but, but again, the camaraderie was great and, and having good preceptors helped. That guy graduated. He's a great technologist now. So I was just, just remind me of that story. Um, That's awesome. Well, thank goodness he learned the right way to do an yes. IV. <laughs> no, that's amazing. Um, okay, Nana, last thing. I just want to know one thing you're grateful for. Um, I'm grateful 
Kelsey, I'm grateful to be alive. I'm grateful yeah. for life. I'm grateful for uh, my family uh, and my friends. That's amazing. And the energy and the strength to be able to go to work and come home and enjoy your family and go back and do it again the next day. Um, I'm, I'm, uh, I got, I'm grateful for life, family, friends, and strength to do my job. I love it. It's always the simple things, right? It really is. Yeah. So amazing. Well, Nana, thank you so much for your time. This was fun thank to catch up. On. It was so nice to see you. And in the future, if you need to have me on again, um, let me know or just, you know, contact me. We can, you know, whatever, whatever you need. I'll be here. Yes, you know, I will. Thanks so much. All right. Bye-bye, Kelsey. Bye.